1: a service of Salem Media Group.
2: With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Just underway on Capitol Hill, it's day two of confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Good morning, everybody. After a day of chaos, delays, and ultra-partisan bickering, Chairman Chuck Grassley vowing to keep a tighter rein on today's round of questioning. Kavanaugh can expect a long day on the hot seat, sparring with Democrats over abortion, guns, executive power, and other hot-button issues. Much of the drama is aimed at voters back home. Barring a surprise, Republicans appear to be on track to confirm Kavanaugh before the court convenes in October. That's Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines. Gordon, now a tropical depression moving inland after coming ashore last night along the Alabama-Mississippi border. The storm is blamed for the death of a child on the Florida panhandle. A tree fell on his mobile home. Tens of thousands have been left without power. There is widespread flooding. This is SRN News.
3: September is Sports Eye Safety Month. According to PreventBlindness.org, more than 25,000 people seek treatment for sports-related eye injuries each year. The good news is that almost all of these injuries can be prevented. In order to be assured that your eyes are protected, it is important that any eye guard or sports protective eyewear are labeled as ASTM F803 approved. This eyewear is performance tested to give you the highest levels of protection. This wellness spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
2: Join us for Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black. Coming up here on Wellness 1570, we are the Twin Cities Wellness Station. I'm Lee Michaels. From the Eagle Wellness Studios today, we'll see gradual clearing. Should get 72. Mostly clear in 53 tonight, then the next few days and into the weekend. Dries out. We'll see sunshine in uh, low to mid 70s all the way through Saturday.
0: What does it take to be a superhero? Well, actually, just some running shoes. Gather your amazing super friends or coworkers and join Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge in the fight against drug and alcohol abuse as we walk and run to save lives at the Freedom 5K, September 22nd on Harriet Island. Fun is required and costumes are definitely encouraged. There'll be food, prizes, and games, and you can sign up today at mntc.org freedom5k. You can be a hero.
4: This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama rides. Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done. with their pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega 3 Fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season.
3: Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is the fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business, and then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC Professionals, We would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132.
5: For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare, what is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m., that's sustainable healthcare with Dr. Stephen Trobiani, Saturdays at two p.m. on Wellness Radio fifteen seventy.
2: The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
6: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what am I to learn from this? Ladies and gentlemen, one of my favorite uh, thoughts, concepts, is that we are all under construction. And that's an interesting concept. Under construction means we're in the classroom of life. Under construction means that we're not set in stone. Under constructions mean we're working to get better. In the Christian world, there's three steps. There's justification, there's uh, um, sanctification, there's glorification. You know, justified by the grace of God. You know, we did nothing to be justified. It's all a gift but uh, sanctification is the process of having all that happens to us in life. All the stuff that we go through uh, make us into who we're supposed to be, make us into the image of Christ. And whether you're a believer in God or not, that is truly what life is. Life is a classroom, and that's why we're called to be under construction. We're not supposed to be rigid and and hard. We're supposed to be flexible, and pliable, amiable. We're under construction. We're working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. It's about learning the lessons that we're supposed to learn in this thing called life. In the corporate world, we have different terms for this. In the corporate world, we call it lean manufacturing. Uh, We call it uh, lean sigma, six sigma. It's uh, based on Dr. Edwards Deming's work of constant and never-ending improvement. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. In the corporate world, we might figure out how to continually make a a piece of equipment better, how to make it uh, at a costlier fashion with less people, less time, make it more cost-effective, if you will. Uh, In a process, we want to know how do we streamline the process? How do we maybe have less people involved? How do we improve the process in less time? It's that constant and never-ending improvement. It's what uh, Dr. Demings went to Japan. He's an American. After World War II, we dropped two nuclear bombs on Japan, uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Uh, and uh, we gave them a chance to uh, to surrender before we dropped the first bomb. But uh, they would have none of that. Uh, and uh, we dropped the first bomb, and a few weeks later dropped the second bomb, uh, and then it was an unconditional surrender. And uh, what happened is Dr. Demings, an American, went to Japan uh, to help rebuild that country with the one main concept, constant and never-ending improvement. And we are to be the same way, constant and never-ending improvement. We're supposed to treat life as a classroom, And so today, we're going to go into uh, some of Dr. Viktor Frankl's work with logotherapy, and we're going to go into some framing and reframing. But before we do that, since life is a classroom, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, This is from Robert Fulgram. This is an excerpt from his book, All I Really Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. All I really need to know I learned in kindergarten, he says. All I really need to know about how to live and what to do, And how to be, I learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain. But there in the sand pile at Sunday school, these are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint and sing and dance and play and work every day. Some. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out into the world, watch out for traffic. Hold hands and stick together. Be aware of wonder. What a great one, huh? Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The roots go down and the plant goes up and nobody really knows how or why, but we all are like that. That's just such a good piece. Be aware of wonder. Next it says goldfish and hamsters are white mice and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup. They all die. So do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books and the first word you'll learn, the biggest word of all, look. Everything you need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule and love and basic sanitation, ecology and politics and equality and sane living. Take any of those items and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or your work or your government or your world and it holds true and clear and firm. Think what a better world it would be if all the whole world had cookies and milk about 3 o'clock every afternoon, and then lay down with our blankies for a nap, or if all governments had a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess. And it's still true, no matter how old you are, when you go out in the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. Boy, I gotta tell you, there's a lesson for today, huh? A lesson for today in this bitter, strife-ridden world that we get, maybe if we actually went back to the basics. You know, one of the basics for me is uh, uh, from the book Born to Run, A Hidden Tribe, Super Athletes, and the Greatest Race the World Has Never Seen by Christopher McDougall. It says, Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up It knows it must outrun the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning in Africa, a lion wakes up. It knows it must run run faster than the slowest gazelle or it will starve. It doesn't matter whether you're a lion or a gazelle. When the sum comes up, you'd better be running. And for any of you in sales, any of you that work for yourself, any of you that are not guaranteed a paycheck, boy, you know this one. And I have never worked for anybody else. Actually, I take that back maybe when I was 18, 19, 20 years old. But for the last... Uh, 30 years of my life, uh, basically. I have worked for myself. If I don't kill something, I don't eat. That's why I love this saying. Every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. <laughs> Got my point? And so today we're going to talk about logotherapy. And the or- origins of logotherapy uh, is by a man by the name of Viktor Frankl. Uh, Dr. Frankl was born in Vienna in 1905. He trained as a psychiatrist and neurologist. Uh, working from the framework of existential therapy. And during World War II, Frankl spent about three years in various Nazi concentration camps, an experience that greatly influenced his work in the development of logotherapy. Frankl observed that those who were able to survive the experience typically found some meaning in it, such as the tasks that they needed to fulfill. For Franco personally, his desire to rewrite a manuscript that had been confiscated upon arrival at Auschwitz was a motivating factor. After the camps were liberated, Franco resumed his work as a neurologist and a psychiatrist. In 1946, he published Man's Search for Meaning, outlining his experiences in the concentration camps, as well as the basic tenets and techniques of logotherapy. And today, not only are we going to go into logotherapy, but about how we find meaning in everything, but we're also going to talk about frames and reframing because that truly is uh, what happens in life. We can't control the cards we are dealt in life, but we can control how we play those cards. We can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we explain it to ourselves. And see, frames give meanings to words. It changes our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. If we perceive something as a liability, that's the message we deliver to our brain. Then the brain produces states that make it the reality. So if we change our point of view by looking at the situation as an opportunity, we can change the way we respond to situations in life. Today I want to give you some power. Today, I want to truly live what we, so many of us say, that life is a classroom. And if life is a classroom, then the question has to be, what am I to learn from this? Because as we walk with God, as we walk with our purpose, as we walk with a reason, we need to know all the stuff that happens to us in life. What am I to learn from this? We'll be back in three minutes.
2: Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's like it matters. net slash events. Hey, Premier Pool and Spa's having a truckload sale that will save you thousands on your next spa. Hey, take off. Everyone says that. I think I'll just wait and get mine at the fair, eh? Well, if you want to pay all that overhead for the tubs at the fair, you'll go right ahead. I've been watching the prices for the Arctic Spa, and I can tell you that right now, I can get the largest selection and the biggest discounts. So when I go to the fair, I can concentrate on something else, like the food. Yeah, like the corn dogs and the mini donuts, and anything on a stick. You can also talk to the people at Premier Pool and Spa, who will all be here after the fair is long gone. And you don't have to feel so rushed. Uh, yeah, so maybe the fair is not the best place to buy. Premier Pool and Spa. Hey, they have the tubs right there at their showroom, huh? They have a full showroom with lots to choose from and more in the back and more on the way. So stop by today. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Asin today. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? When are they going to get moose on a stick?
4: If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what am I to learn from this? In other words, what is the lesson you know, ladies and gentlemen, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. It has uh, systolic and diastolic. It has mountaintops and it has um, deserts or valleys, whatever you want to call them. And you want these. This is part of life. If you don't believe me, go to a go to a hospital. Tell them you're having chest pains and they'll hook you up to an electrocardiogram machine and you'll want to see the rise and the fall, the systolic and the diastolic. Life has ups and it has downs. And the key is to enjoy the ups and to learn from the downs. That's why we call uh, what we one of our tenants is uh, being under construction. That's what this radio show is about. We're going to be a little bit better each and every day. In the corporate world, we call it lean manufacturing. We call it Six Sigma. We call it Lean Sigma. But in the training world, we call it Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Uh, go to likeitmatters.net and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. We're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. We're going to be better at every role that we have. For me, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a counselor, I'm a pastor, I'm a friend, I'm a son, I'm a brother, uh, I'm a ATM machine, I'm a a guru to some, I'm a uh, SOB to others, you know what I'm saying? I'm a great example of what others would love to be like, and I'm an example of what others would never want to be like. I'm different things to different people, but one thing I am, I am under construction. And I do this radio show with the same con concept, the same intent that you too are under construction. You're not working to realize how great you are. You're working to be better. You're not working to get a pat on the back of all the things you've done up until now. You want to know what is the next level? What is the next step? And the first segment I shared with you, all I need to really need to know, I learned from kindergarten. And it's by Robert Fulgham, and it's just a great concept. It's, it's keep it simple, soldier. It's like some of the simplest things we learned a long time ago. The old saying is common sense. The problem is if you think about what the word common sense means, if you just look at the two words common, that means shared by most people. And sense, things that are duh, things that logical, things that most people can look at and say, yeah, that fits. The problem is there's not much common sense because there's not much common anything. We're so focused on the differences. And what I do in my training, what I do when I work with people, is I focus on the similarities. We're all living, breathing human beings. We're all going to meet our maker someday. We're all going to find out if there is a God. We all want to love and be loved. We all want to to be the best possible version of us. We want to get along. We want to know we matter. That's what the whole Black Lives Matter thing is. you got some people who've been told all their life lies, and by people that are supposed to help them, by people that are supposed to be for them, that they don't matter, that they're a victim. And of course they matter. Every single human being matters. Life matters. If God created it, it has value. And so we need to learn the lessons. It really does not matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we respond to it. Life is not about what happens to us. It truly is about the narrative. And so today, we want to talk about how do we take control of our lives. <clears throat> you know, we're talking about Dr. Viktor Frankl and a man's search for meaning, a logotherapy. One of my favorite quotes by Dr. Uh, is by Dr. Viktor Frankl, and he says, Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And whether you're talking about Martin Luther King, whether you're talking about Jackie Robinson, whether you're talking about Jesus Christ, or whether you're talking about you or I, there is our power. No one can take it away. We can give it away. But we can't, it can't be taken away from us. Because it is ours to possess. It is ours to choose not to possess. And, you know, we learn things in kindergarten, that if we go back to the basics of what we learned a long time ago of how to get along, Boy, that would really change us. It's it's like, you know, the Ten Commandments. People get so wrapped up in the Ten Commandments. You know, if you think about it, we were just a baby in God's eyes. When you look about when uh, God made the the Jews his people, when he heard their affliction in Egypt for 400 years, and he said, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to make you my people. We're going to get you out of that hell you're in. And then he gave us in Exodus, I think it's the 20th chapter, the Ten Commandments. And some of you are so wrapped up. The Ten Commandments are just like Robert Fulgram's, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in, in Kindergarten. And when I'm working with people, I always tell people, if you really want to get the Ten Commandments, think about them this way. If you want to live a good life, don't do this. That's from our father. Just like in when we're little kids, we get lessons from our parents. Wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. Don't do this. Don't talk to grown-ups that way. When other grown-ups are talking, don't interrupt. Uh, When you're inside, use inside voices. You don't want to scream and disturb other people, right? They're basic instructions for a newbie, for a newborn. And that's what God basically told us in the Ten Commandments. Listen, if you want to live a good life, don't steal. If you want to live a good life, don't murder people, whether physically or with your gossip. If you want to live a good life, uh, don't don't cheat on your spouse. Don't be an adulterer. If you want to live a good life, uh, honor your mother and father. For if you do that, there will be long life and blessings tied to you. That's all that is. And, you know, we need to know the rules. We need to know the rules. We need to know the standards. We need to know what's expected of us. Otherwise, unless we know that, how will we know when we're on course, And how will we know when we're off course? That's why I love the piece. And man, it's been shared millions of times, uh, The Ten Rules for Being Human. It's from a book, If Life is a Game, These are the Rules. And it really refers to what Helen Keller talked about. Helen Keller said that life is a succession of lessons which must be lived to be understood. And Sherry Carter Scott came up with these rules to being human. I first uh, found them. Uh, in the chicken soup for the soul. And they are great rules. Rule number one, you'll receive a body. Whether you love it or hate it, it's yours, so accept it. What counts is what's inside. Rule number two, you'll be presented with lessons. Life is a constant learning experience, which every day provides opportunities for you to learn more. And these lessons are specific to you and I. And learning them is the key to discovering and fulfilling the meaning and relevance of our own life. Rule number three, there are no mistakes. You know, that's a great point. There are no mistakes, only lessons. Your development towards wisdom is a process of experimentation, trial and error. And again, going back to if you're a child of God, God knew you before you were. God knew your frame, he told Jeremiah. God knew you before you were. God knows exactly everything. Your first day, your last day, he knows every mistake you're going to make, and he still loves you. Rule number three, there are no mistakes, only lessons. It's inevitable things will not always go as planned or, or turn out the way we want them. Compassion is the remedy for harsh judgment of ourselves and others. Forgiveness is not only divine, it's also the act of erasing an emotional debt. Just powerful if you think about it. Rule number four, the lesson is repeated until learned. Lessons repeat until learned. What manifests as problems and challenges, irritations, and frustrations are more lessons or mere lessons. And they will repeat until you see them as such and learn from them. You know, it's Groundhog's Day. I love the concept of Groundhog's Day. At first, in the movie, Bill Murray was just working to take care of himself. But then he realized that he was stuck in the same day over and over. And why not learn from the last experience and make the next day? And he wound up working to make every single day better. Don't you get it? That's rule number four. The lessons repeated until learned. Rule number five, learning does not end. While you are alive, there are always lessons to be learned. Man, I had a, a 72-year-old man uh, come through my training a while back, Miles, and he proved that the old saying is a lie that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That, rule number five belies that learning does not end. While you are alive, there are always lessons to be learned. Surrender the rhythm of life. Don't struggle against it. Commit to the process of constant and never-ending improvement. Rule number six, there is no better than here. Boy, everybody's living their life like someday is going to be better than here. I love rule number six, there is no better than here. The other side of the hill may be greener than your own, but being there is not the key to endless happiness because happiness is an internal thing. It's what's going on in your head and heart. Rule number seven, others are only mirrors of you. You love or hate something about another person according to what you love and hate about yourself. That's why we're called to be tolerant, to accept others. The Bible even says that you love the sinner and you hate the sin. We're called to have forgiveness. We're called to have mercy and grace. Why? Because the same measure we give to others, God says, is the same measure he'll repeat back to us. Rule number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. You have all the tools and resources you need. What you do with them is up to you. So ladies and gentlemen, we're to take responsibilities. Learn to let go when we cannot change things and work to change things we can. Rule number nine, your answers lie inside of you. This is where you've got the Holy Spirit in you. This is where you've got wisdom. This is where you've checked your heart. This is where you live and examine life. Then and only then are your answers right inside of you. And rule number ten, you will forget all this. Interesting. We'll forget all of it. You know, it's so easy to forget, but the saving graces, it's also so easy to remember. There are rules to being human. There are rules to this experience called life. And if life is a game, then we need to know the rules. And like I say in my training, that all processes have criteria. And we are responsible to know the criteria of our life. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're in the classroom of life. And the question being, what am I to learn from this? We'll be right back in three minutes.
7: This did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life.
5: Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Dallas, Texas, October 11th through the 13th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants only commitment.
1: Across America, the billboard My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise.
3: across america.org pro-life across america is educational non-political and tax deductible please help support our life-saving outreach
1: a baby child is being 18 days from conception across
0: america,
5: the did you know approximately 980 minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year only 88 will live to see the year 2022
6: Like, it matters inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I am your radio life caddy. And I am honored that you choose to spend one hour of your day with me. And I'm telling you right now, it's a good investment of your time. Boy, it's a mind game. If you haven't figured anything out, this is why we got to know the rules because of what we're supposed to learn from everything because our life is nothing more than a mind game. The battle is in the mind. Even the good book tells us to transform our thinking, to not conform to the ways of this world. It is a mind game. So many people out there listening, all the bitterness, all the hatred. All the the CNN, all the MSNBC, all that hate this person, hate that person. If they wear a hat, you don't like slap them. Uh, if they vote for someone, you don't like destroy them. Boy, that's you would have never made it through kindergarten. You would have never made it through kindergarten. You'd never make it through any game of life. Even in the NFL, you'd get unsportsmanlike conduct. Even in any sports team, you'd get kicked off. You'd get red flagged. You'd get technicals. And after a couple technicals, you get kicked out of the game. At some point, if you're just bitter and hateful, at some point, if you just want to destroy and trash, at some point, if you just want to get your pound of flesh and play by your own rules, I don't care if you're talking about the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, you'd be kicked out of the game. You'd be fine. You'd be kicked off your team and no other team would pick you up, Right? So you got to know this is a cause. The old saying out there, you give a person a fish and you feed them for a day. But if you teach them to fish, you feed them for a life. You give them control of their future. And that's what we do here at Like It Matters Radio. We teach you how you're made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. We only use 3 to 5% of our brains consciously. Everything else is unconscious. We are unconscious creatures. And a lot of us are unconsciously just moving on this road of hate. A lot of us are unconsciously being told to destroy and be bitter and angry. The body releases 63 known chemicals. These chemicals make you feel. 87% of the diseases are psychosomatic. In other words, they begin with our thoughts TMJ, migraine headaches irritable bowel syndrome, all this acid in our system, acid reflux, heartburn, acid indigestion. Think about what we're doing to ourselves. People are popping pills, opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate, animosity. There's a crisis of toxic proportions. It's destroying us, and it's in the head. It's in our thoughts. It's in what we go to sleep with. And the good book tells us to never let the sun go down our anger. Why? Because it permeates. It, 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 it fluctuates through our mind and our heart, and it alters things. There's a pandemic, and it's destroying the foundation of our hopes. Whether we're talking about mass murders via guns, knives, or vehicles, hopes and dreams, and people are dying. And that's why we do like it matters radio. See, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on one thing, how we are made, what are the rules of the human experience? That's why this show is so important. My mission is to help people maximize the potentials they were created, created with and to live their life like it matters. Once you know what you're capable of, once you know how you're made, once you know the basics of the human interaction, boy, once you know that, then you gotta decide who am I? What's my purpose? What do I want? That's why we need your help getting this radio show on every station around this country. We can change the hate. We can change the destruction. We can change the bitterness. We can by changing ourselves. But we need your help. We need sponsors. We need donors. We need people doing the work that needs to be done to change our world. We need to be on every radio station. We have a one sheet that you can email out. We have tell people about our radio show. You know, we're in two local markets, but we should be in a thousand local markets. We're in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul on AM 1570. We're on the terrestrial radio there. Just go to your little dial, turn to AM 1570. And that's Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then we get replayed in the market from 5 to 6 p.m. St. Louis, we are so honored to be part of the St. Louis Gospel Experience. Love our listeners in St. Louis. And we love being on the Praise 95.1 FM, 1260 AM. And then the rest of you are listening via iHeartRadio iHeartRadio Radio around the globe in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Nivaldo and team, great uh, hearing from you. Uh, in China and Russia, you got Kevin there, you got Steve there. Uh, and you got the different people around the country. But go to iHeartRadio, Radio, just query Wellness Radio, and there you will find us. Um, 9 to 5, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, and then replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're talking about all we need to know that we learned from our past. Life is a classroom. And we started with Robert Fulghum. He wrote an essay, All I Really Need to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. But how about this? All I Need to Know I Learned from Noah's Ark. See, everything from our past has value. We just got to be able to retreat it. We got to be able to process it. We got to remember who we are, why we're here, and how do we learn. And so I want to go into logotherapy, a little bit of logotherapy. Logotherapy is a term derived from a logos, a Greek word that translates as meaning. And therapy, which is defined as treatment of a condition, illness, or maladjustment. So, uh, logotherapy was developed by Dr. Viktor Frankl. As a matter of fact, today it's considered the third Austrian school of psychotherapy. And it really is the theory itself is founded on the belief that human nature is motivated by the search for a life purpose. We're, we're meaning makers. Logotherapy is the pursuit of that meaning for one's life. And Frankl's theories were heavily influenced by his personal experience of suffering and loss in Nazi concentration camps. Uh, Dr. Frankl's logotherapy is based on the premise that the human person is motivated by a will to meaning. An inner pull to find a meaning in life. You got guess. And the following list of tenets represent the basic principles of logotherapy. Life has meaning under all circumstances, even the most miserable ones. That's why all life matters. That's why, I don't you get it? All life matters. Black lives matter, blue lives matter, white lives matter, yellow lives matter, uh, lives in the womb matter. Boy, Aretha Franklin died, and uh, boy, the, the pastor who eulogized her, boy, people were livid because he took that opportunity to, to call out the black community. And I'm not sure if it's appropriate or not, but he used uh, Aretha Franklin's example. You know, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And he went on to say that, man, it doesn't look like Black Lives Matter. And he got really criticized for it because of black-on-black violence, uh, abortions in the womb. I mean, one of the worst places for a black person to be is in a black womb. I'm just being honest. It's genocide. I mean, how many hundreds of thousands, millions of black babies have been killed? Boy, if another group of people did that, boy, it'd be outlawed. And so you got to get this. Life has value, has meaning. And that's why, you know, when we die, a lot of times our eulogy is all about the meaning our life had. And why wait till the end of our life to give it meaning? Every breath has meaning, every interaction has meaning, every opportunity has meaning, every child has meaning. Don't you get it? All life matters. And that's one of the basic tenets of logotherapy. Life has meaning under all circumstances, even the most miserable ones. That's why you get get people who believe in the Bible who will not abort, even if that child's got Down syndrome, even if that child's... what, Because they believe that life has meaning under all circumstances, even the most miserable ones, even the most unfair ones. Also, another basic principle of logotherapy, our main motivation for living is our will to find meaning in life. Our drive from the beginning is to find meaning. How can you help leaders? How can you help people that are in your circle, your children, your co-workers, your boss, find meaning in their life? What can you do to facilitate that? One of the other basic tenets of logotherapy is we have freedom to find meaning in what we do and what what we experience or at least in the stand we take when faced with a situation of unchangeable suffering. See, the human spirit referred to in logotherapy is defined as that which is uniquely human. They're not talking about religion. It's not used in a religious uh, sense, if you will. But you got to give this. We are meaning makers. When our little kids are young, they always say, Why, Daddy? Why does that say that, Danny? Why does he do that? Why does he do that? Why does he do that, right? We're looking to connect dots. And those dots that we connect are later called BS, belief systems. And everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And yet a lot of people don't know what they believe. They don't know who they are. They don't know why they do what they do. And that's what this is about, That's why the good book says, without a vision, people perish. And if you look at Dr. King's, I have a dream. If you look at his his speech, he had a vision. He had a message from God. That's what a vision is. Without a vision, people perish. But he had a vision, a mission from God. See, logotherapy is based on the premise that humans are driven to find a sense of meaning and purpose in life. According to Frankl, life's meaning can be discovered in three different ways. Number one, by creating a work or accomplishing some task. Number two, by experiencing something fully or loving somebody. And number three, by the attitude that one adopts toward unavoidable suffering. And I'm going to suggest that these three have, have pertinence in all of our lives. By creating a work or accomplishing some task, that can give our life meaning. By experiencing something fully or loving somebody fully, that can give our life meaning. And number three, by the attitude that one adopts toward unavoidable suffering. Life has suffering, and we can focus on the differences. You can take the darkest-skinned person, and they could be tall, and take the lightest-skinned person, they can be short. Give them different-shaped eyes. Give them all kinds of different stuff. You know what? 99.9% of them are the same. 99.9% of them are the same. We've got to start focusing on our similarities, not our differences. And the similarity is every single human being is a living, breathing human being. They have dreams and desires. They want to love and be loved. They have fear and doubt. They have pain and trauma and drama from the past, just like you. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about life is a classroom. The question being, what am I to learn from you?
1: passionate wife I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in
4: you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis November 1st through the 3rd. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky, writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight... Is much better sleep than after midnight.
5: Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening.
7: If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things most of them have been ministry related and i mean i've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about christian things that the world knows and i've been encouraged and i've been excited and i've been given energy honestly this did something for me that none of those ever did and i'm not sure ever could because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that i had never learned And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of
5: your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, On Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about what am I to learn from this? Because life is a classroom. We should be constantly asking ourselves, what is the lesson? Some of us find ourselves in valleys and deserts, and it's not wasted. I always tell people, don't waste the valley. Don't waste the desert. Things are crude, and things build up in the desert in the valley. That's where we learn uh, how to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off and again. That's where we learn how to be humble, how to be patient, how to be long-suffering. And that's where we learn how to focus on a bigger purpose than ourselves. That's where we learn to uh, to focus on a, a, a bigger calling than ourselves. And so, please, if you're missing this radio show, you can listen to it whenever you want. Matter of fact, you can subscribe, uh, from iTunes. Go to iTunes and subscribe to Like It Betters Radio right there. Uh, and you can get our, uh, radio show in podcast form readily available there in your basket, uh, daily. Uh, So just go to iTunes and find that. Also, if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook, please. Uh, Go to Facebook.com slash LIM Radio. And today we are talking about finding meaning in everything. And that's why I love to focus on uh, Dr. Viktor Frankl's work with logotherapy. And logotherapy is basically a will to meaning. And on the meaning of suffering, Dr. Frankl gives the following example. Once an elderly general practitioner consulted uh, him because of his severe depression. He could not overcome the loss of his wife who had died two years before and whom he had loved above all else. Now, how could Dr. Frankel help him? What should he tell him? And he refrained from telling him anything, but instead confronted him with this single question. What would have happened, doctor, if you had died first and your wife would have been left to survive you? Oh, he said. For her, this would have been terrible, how she would have suffered. Whereupon, Dr. Frankel replied, You see, doctor, such a suffering has been spared her, and it is you who have spared her this suffering. But now you have to pay for it by surviving and mourning her. He said no word, shook his hand, and calmly left the office. Now, one thing I learned studying psychologies and philosophies, psychotherapies, was they, they all have basic uh, assumptions, if you will, Presuppos- presuppositions, we call them. Everybody has presuppositions. We all judge. We're all prejudiced. The lie is that you're not prejudiced and you don't judge every single human being as prejudiced. Um, they have presumptions. Uh, they presume certain things. And the assumptions of logotherapy are, number one, the human being is an entity consisting of body, mind, and spirit. This deals with the body, soma, the mind, psyche, and the spirit, noose, right? Uh, according to Frankl, the body and mind are what we have and the spirit is what we are. Number two, life has meaning under all circumstances, even the most miserable. This is about the, quote, ultimate meaning. Sometimes difficult to grasp. But it's something everyone experiences and it represents an order in a world with laws that go beyond human laws. Yep. Beyond human laws, that's what I said. Number three, people have a will to meaning. This is our main motivation for living and acting. When we see meaning, we are ready for any type of suffering. Remember, he who has a why can bear almost any how. That goes right to logotherapy. That uh he who has a why can bear almost any how. Number four presupposition is people have freedom under all circumstances to activate the will to find meaning. We are free to activate our will to find meaning, and this can be done under any circumstances. And this deals with change of attitudes about unavoidable fate. Franklin was able to test the first four assumptions when he was confined in the concentration camps. Number five, life has a demand quality to which people must respond if decisions are to be meaningful, the now, the meaning of the moment, this is more practical in daily living than ultimate meaning. Unlike ultimate meaning, this meaning can be found and fulfilled now. This can be done by following the values of society or by following the voice of our conscious. And number six, the individual is unique, right? Our DNA, our fingerprints, The vein pattern in our retina, our brain map, our map of reality, uh, all one of a kind for each person. In essence, all humans are unique within an entity of body, mind, and spirit. We all go through unique situations and are constantly looking to find meaning. And we are free to do this at all times. That's why we got to be careful of the narrative. You got to be careful. That's so why I watched Aretha Franklin's funeral. I watched a little bit of uh, um, uh, John McCain's funeral. Man, boy, they were just trashing other people. That's the meaning of their life. You you now attack people that they didn't like. That, That's really what it's come down to. Man, I, I couldn't watch much of either one of those two things. Now, not only do we have Dr. Viktor Frankl's logotherapy, we also have the ability to frame and reframe. you got to get this. This is key. We have the ability to frame and to reframe. And if we don't use that ability, then we just take what other people give us. We must know that we can create meaning out of anything. We can take something that happened and reframe it to give it different meaning. So let me give you a couple terms. Frame, the way in which a thing is put together and establish order to shape to form. To frame anew is to reshape. See, frames give meanings to words. It changed our internal representation. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Nothing in the world has any meaning. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. If we perceive something as a liability, that's the message we deliver to our brains then the brain produces states that make it the reality. If we change our point of view by looking at the situation as an opportunity, we can change the way we respond to situations in life. And one of the keys to life is to consistently represent our experience in ways that support you in producing even greater results for yourself and others. Perfect example is uh, I love to reach out to my Muslim brothers and sisters. Um, I, I I just, I do. And, boy, if you get a lot of people from different countries and Muslim countries, if you were to ask them if they wanted to become a, quote, Christian, uh, most of them will look at you with disgust because their view of that word Christian – They think of Madonna, they think America, everybody in America is Christian, so all the pornography, uh, all the low-cut blouses, all the people walking around with, you know, release the nipple uh, and show everybody their cleavage and walking around half naked uh, and promiscuity and abortion on demand and all all that. So they look at that as being Christian. They think that a Christian believes that, that God fornicated with the human being and created a son. That's what we believe they believe. Uh, they believe that we believe in uh, multiple gods. That See, when they hear that, and then if you take people, you know, a lot of uh, colonizations went on over the last couple of hundred years. So whether you're talking about the Dutch, whether you're talking about the British, again, they equate white people to, quote, Christians. And then they think, wow, that's what Christian is, e- cockroaches, because that's what they think pork is. It's the equivalent of like a cockroach. You see what I'm saying? Why would anybody want that? So you got to be aware of words. We consistently represent our experience, our words. Words have meaning. And if you change the word of something, you change the meaning. What it means today to be gay is much different than what it meant in the 1920s to be gay. What it means today when you say the Founding Fathers means something different today. What it means today when you talk about the Bible much different than what it meant in the 80s, right? They, things have been reframed in a negative way. One thing you've got to realize is we can reframe anything we want. And that's one of the keys to life is to consistently represent your experience in ways that support you in producing even greater results for yourself and for other people. So there's three ways we can reframe. Well, number one, we can do outcome reframing. That's a well-formed goal. Outcomes are nothing more than goals, and there are six elements in a well-formed outcome. I do a lot of goal getting. I'm not going to talk about it now, but if you want to reach out to me, email me at Black at Mr Black at likeitmattersradio.com. I can give you the six elements of a well-formed outcome, and go to likeitmatters.net. I can teach you how to set and achieve goals. That's what I do. Number two, you can reframe life events. Identify memories that cause unresourceful states and replace with new memories to cause a resourceful state. This can be done daily. This is what I've done with my childhood. My childhood was very traumatic, uh, very painful. And today, I am thankful for my childhood. Today, I can talk about my childhood without any emotion, without any hurt, without any pain. What I did is I reframed. America's Most Wanted is a reframe. It's talking to John Walsh. Uh, got Little Adam was killed, brutally killed, tortured, and all kinds of other stuff. And after that, he created America's Most Wanted. Who are the people that volunteer at crisis pregnancy centers? People that had a trauma or drama, usually. Who are the people that uh, volunteer at uh, suicide hotlines? People that have had a trauma or drama. What they've done is they've reframed the experience, and they're working to use it in a positive way. Otherwise, it had no value. And the third way is simple reframing, changing negative statements into action statements because words have power. Again, go to likeitmatters.net and I could teach you how to do this because you are responsible. Life is a classroom and we are uh, responsible for the learning. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you constantly when you live your life like it matters. It does. Go to likeitmatters.net. Learn how. Here at the Kingdom
1: Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net.
6: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDI.